broadcasting from the PilatesPodcast.com. You're listening to Beyond the Movement with your host, Heidi Miller. Hello, and thank you for joining me with Beyond the Movement, the Pilates Podcast. I'm your host, Heidi Miller. I'm a third-generation Pilates teacher, and I own a studio in Fort Collins, Colorado. Today marks our 11th episode, and as we continue our depth of the mind-body connection and the Pilates method, we have an exciting interview that we're going to share today with you. We're interviewing Wendy LeBlanc-Arbuckle from the Pilates Center of Austin. Wendy is a second-generation Pilates teacher. So stay tuned and enjoy the passion that Wendy and I share in this interview. Thank you, Wendy, for joining me today. How are you doing? Oh, wonderful. Thank you. Good. In a, two minutes or less, can you give us um, a little bit about your background? I know you have a diverse background, but can you kind of give us a nice um, version of your background and then what brought you to Pilates? Well, I, uh, I, I really began uh, thinking about the, uh, the, the body-mind awareness when I began my yoga studies in the 70s. Uh, and that was with an amazing, amazing teacher, Swami Rama, at the Himalayan Institute. It woke me up to so much, so much awareness. Um, and that, my, my yoga practice over the years has been e- a great, great evolving and opening and awakening and has actually uh, allowed me to uh, bring myself back from, from two major um, injuries. Uh, that I can talk a little bit more about uh, in a moment. And um, but from that, um, I I studied. I, I really came to Pilates from uh, studying um, natural health and uh, Chinese medicine with uh, with Michio Kushi and uh, at the Kushi Institute and um, ran a, a natural health center in New Orleans for uh, 10 years and along with teaching yoga. And, and it was in that time that um, I was introduced to some te- some, some uh, dancers who had studied Pilates. And I was so intrigued by how they were moving. And I asked them what it was, and they couldn't really explain it very well. But um, I knew that it was a seed that I, I wanted to know more about because it was so wonderful what it had done for them. And when we moved to Colorado to uh, to work uh, to to open a, an international uh, health retreat resort um, conference center and that in Estes Park, and I was I went to a, a, a seminar in Denver and it happened just so happened that Amy Alpers was in that seminar and she stood up and said, you know, I've just opened a Pilates center and I just went bingo, <laughs> you're on right. <laughs> And went down, and they had just opened their studio on Pearl Street. It was a really wonderful little place, and under in uh, a basement. And and um, I just started studying, and knew right away that this was this was the next important piece in my life. It was fabulous uh, at the time. Romana and Steve Giordano, who had taught Amy and Rachel, were um, just beginning to do a certification program there, and uh, so I I did that program with them. And um, and it was incredible, incredible to feel the energy and the aliveness of the and the beauty of how Pilates was enhancing my yoga practice, and how much it, it uh, they they how much they were enhancing one another, which was wonderful. And it was uh, it was after after I uh, got certified that 
I opened a studio in Austin. We were now living in Austin, and and it was from that uh, from that uh, that place that I, I I really began to to think about what is it what is it that I feel in my yoga practice that I can that I can now. How are they feeding one another? How, right. how am I expressing this? How am, what is my what is it I want to teach? Because it, I felt a pull. I felt a push from one and a pull from the other. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and it was there was this kind of push pull. How I was doing yoga, I was just taught to not force myself. Right. Yet Pilates. When we first learned Pilates, it was you fight gravity. Mm-hmm. Fight gravity, and you stand up, and you you know and. Um, and, and this is the way, don't question how the exercise is done. Right. You do it this way. Everybody does it this way. Uh-huh. And, uh, I kept saying, you know, well, you know, what about this and what about that? And, and, um, so as I, as I came to Austin and opened my studio, I really began to inquire for myself into what is it? what is it that is powerful about Pilates and what is it that's powerful about yoga? What, what are, what are the similarities? What are the universal principles? And it was that, that, that drew me to do more work, more somatic work with Bonnie Bainbridge Cohen of body mind centering and Judith Aston of Aston patterning and study continuum, Emily Conrad's work, uh, which I've done some and I've actually, um, uh, uh, just seeing the, the the matrix how the body is a fluid system mm-hmm. and and how can I bring that fluidity into a way of working with resistance on the springs and working with gravity so that I'm I'm actually teaching in a way and and and, and inquiring in a way that uh, that that something else comes to life right. rather than that I have to, I've, I've, you know, this is the way to do it. It has to be this way. Mm-hmm. It, it just, it, it felt like, you know, I, I wanted to be in the inquiry because I know how powerful that is. The inquiry of what am I doing? What do I need now, 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 now? Right. And that, that has been the evolution of Core Connections. That's what's, that's how it's gotten evolved is that it really has um, been a, a major inspiration of moving through uh, a re- rebuilding of my own body, and uh, and just an inquiry into how can I work with teachers, how can I work with clients in a way that really brings forth their creativity, rather than having them be a clone of me. Right. How can I bring? How can I help them bring forth their inner wisdom, mm-hmm. their inner teacher? So, Core Connections is a teacher training program. It's actually a it's it, it it has been the heart of the teacher training program uh-huh, uh-huh. but it is it is actually a um, a uh, a perspective a mm-hmm. three core body perspective that um, where we inquire into the anatomy of the body um, and we also look at uh, the the essence of how how the body thinks. Mm-hmm. What is? How does the body mind think? Right. And uh, how can we begin to kind of look at from a physical, mental, emotional, spiritual perspective? What are we doing on a daily basis? What are we doing within a movement? How does how does the way that I approach a yoga movement actually 
uh, open me up to how I do Pilates? Mm-hmm. How does that open me up to how I do somatic movement? How does it open, open me up to how I'm lifting a box, picking up a baby, whatever? Mm-hmm. That It really is the same thing. The, the, right. body, the body doesn't think transversus abdominis. Mm-hmm. It doesn't think rectus femoris. It doesn't think muscles. Mm-hmm. What it thinks is movement. Right. So when I, when I uh, we categorize things into yoga, Pilates, these are ways that we break things up to create ways of thinking about them. But once I think we can begin to back off and become the observer and really look at what am I doing and, and uh, what's actually happening, what's happening is the body is moving. Mm-hmm. And so to, you begin to really see the universal quality of all movement. And it, it's very powerful, isn't it? Yeah, it is very, very powerful, powerful. Because it isn't, it isn't about some particular form that's only this way. So that's the basis of Core Connections. Core Connections Pilates is really about an exploration and perspective into movement and way of being in the world. It's very global. Yeah, you know. Very I'm, big. I wish I had just... I wish I could just drop everything and come down there <laughs> and just study with you. <laughs> We're going to do that. <laughs> We're going to do that because there'll be lots of fun. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll just do that over the years, you yeah, know? Yeah, no, definitely. We have a lifetime. Yeah, it's just very exciting. I wanted to also ask you, um, what is three-dimensional body mapping? Three-dimensional body mapping is actually looking at the body, when I began to really look at how do I want to teach anatomy, um, I began with a sense of, uh, well, we first need to break the body into individual muscles Mm -hmm. just to really study it. But then we, in our body-mind work, yoga, Pilates, speaking particularly about Pilates, in our place, we think of the body as connected. Mm Mm-hmm. And yet, when we teach anatomy, quite often we talk of it in pieces and parts. Right. We never really connect it. So that's what I was interested in, is to really look at the way the body is connected. And so the, um, I've broken the body, the, the body map, into three cores. Because I think of the core as coming from the inner ankle, from the tripod of the foot through the inner ankle, to the inner thigh, through the internal belly, through the the pelvic floor, the transversus, the psoas, the multifidus, the diaphragm, into the anterior longitudinal ligament up the front of the spine, through the intercostals, coming up through the deep neck flexors, into the cranial vault. Mm-hmm. Coming into the palate, coming into the cranium, and so there is an internal lift that just happens. It just happens. It's the way the body thinks. Right. And Tom Myers in Anatomy Trains, when I first saw that book, I thought, wow, <laughs> here's an anatomy teacher, and he, is, he has mapped what I've been feeling. This is what I, what I feel, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So, so much of what he has, uh, has, has put into Anatomy Trains informs, has, has, uh, has helped to inform what I've uh, felt intuitively for years. And a lot of what I've done is I, I have, uh, have, have kind of looked at it from um, uh, that perspective, but also from a movement perspective. So I actually 
have lines that are that are identical and also a little a little dissimilar that have a lot of movement to them. Mm-hmm. And um, but I look at the uh, from that from that central uh, the center of the body, the lower core as the foot to the pelvis. And all of the uh, all of the relationships within that sector, the central core from the pelvic floor to the diaphragm, and we study all of that, and the upper core from the diaphragm to the cranial base, and we study all of that, mm-hmm. and then we study the relationships between all the three cores. Um, so so it's really fascinating. Yeah, it sounds fascinating. Again, I, I think I'm just going to drop everything and. Just come down there. <laughs> um, so we've been talking about the physical part of what we're teaching. Let's talk a little bit about the emotional part. So with your core connection perspective, you're bringing in the spiritual, emotional, and physical part. So with that, when you're teaching this program to your students, are your students having these um, tremendous emotional breakthroughs or, you know, spiritual breakthroughs, and, and what, can you, what can you say about that? Very much. Um, it's amazing what students say when I have them. I have them in the beginning of the course. Throughout the course, I have them write um, insights of what they get out of each of the weekends, um, what they get out of different homework um, teachings that are uh, designed. They have certain readings that they have in order to really bring their awareness into a heightened awareness of what you're taking on in your life is not a job. Mm-hmm. It's a calling. Exactly. There is a, You have an opportunity here to actually be in this program, not just looking at the end, getting a piece of paper, but actually growing your entire being exactly so that what you what you wind up with at the end of the program is a maturity that is like a fine wine and that um that you're just you know uh you're you're growing and blossoming as we move through the program um and 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 that is really that's that really uh shows itself as they turn in each of their homework insights throughout you know where people come in and they'll say you know i i just can't even believe how i'm being with my family mm-hmm. i'm i'm so amazed that i was terrified when we first started uh of teaching someone and I just can't believe how much I and and I wasn't looking forward to it at all because I've always been a very introverted person or I've been a a person who's more self-centered and I can't believe how I love serving people absolutely I just love giving to people so there's a way that um what we're doing together is really bringing forth uh people's love their love of one another, their uh, their 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 own self-love, because it has to start there. Absolutely. You know, a sense of who am I for myself, um, and then who can I be for others. So, with um, with your exploration with the Pilates method and your um, combining your yoga principles and all this that you've been doing, did you um, you had mentioned that you had gone through 
some um, physical um, ailments or um, mm-hmm. debilitations? And then was it yoga that brought you out of those or the combination of both? Or what can you share with that? Well, uh, what was interesting is when I was 17, I was, I was raised in New Orleans, and, um, and that's where my family is. And uh, when I was 17, um, another hurricane come, came through, and um, actually a big window came in on me when I was sleeping. Oh, wow. And it severed uh, the side of my left leg to the bone. And uh, I wasn't able to get to the hospital till uh, the next day. I mean, my family was trying to stop the blood and all this, you know, and it was really a mess. And um, so uh, when, the, when the surgeon got to sew it up the next day, it was a lot of damage. And, um, and he said, you know, I, I don't know if, you know, you'll get complete feeling back and all that sort of thing. Well, sure enough... My the side of my left leg all the way from my thigh to my ankle is still numb. Uh huh. It's numb. But what's interesting, Heidi, is that because of my yoga practice, when I started in my twenties, mm-hmm. I began to discover ways of energizing my body, and so my left side doesn't know it has a problem. Oh, great! Isn't that interesting? That's really interesting. Yeah, You know, so it's like it isn't that there's numbness and therefore it has to be the spiral down problem. Mm-hmm. The body is brilliant. And what I know definitely is that even though there may be a problem, there are ways that the body's natural intelligence just makes up for what's needed. And I've discovered that. I mean, I've just discovered that through through that experience, mm-hmm. uh, where where uh, I have to, you know, I've got to be a little more aware on my left side um, because it just isn't as easy. Right. But it's been it's been a great teacher for me, and uh, so I really become a better teacher out of it. So when you talk you know? about energy, energizing your body, are you talking about um, mindfully, you know? Uh, bringing up energy from the, you know, from the earth or, you know, mindfully yes. bring. Yes. Okay. That's, that's what I thought. That's really yeah. powerful. That's really powerful. Yeah. I'm actually talking about being, exploring my relationship to gravity mm-hmm. so that just as a baby, just mm-hmm. as a child stands up with a sense of no tension mm-hmm. and yet there's an energy and an aliveness and a chi Right. It's just surging through the body mm-hmm. that we can, at any age, find that for ourselves. And that there is a way, there's a way of just getting in touch with that. Absolutely. That the body wakes up. You know that. I do know that. <laughs> yeah. And then you had also um, spoken about um, your sternum. Right. In the early 80s, I was uh, in a cross-country event, a horse, and uh, uh, we were jumping. We were going over a a hedge, and something jumped out. Some little animal jumped out of the hedge and spooked the horse in midair, and it came back at me Mm -hmm. and uh, and just kind of lurched in the air. and, And then I went over his head, and he was stumbling, and he fell on me. Oh, wow. And it uh, it cracked my sternum, and um, I was very fortunate. I was really fortunate. 
Um, but uh, I was in a, a great deal of pain and um, and really wasn't able to breathe very well. And uh, but that was a that was a a long haul of just kind of learning how to breathe again. Absolutely. And what I what I really discovered out of that is the more that I could relax once again mm-hmm. into gravity and begin to discover, go back to my uh, my exploration of a complete breath, yogic breath, but not from a pushing perspective, right. not from a doing perspective, but more from an allowing perspective. It was amazing what happened and, and just how how my body was able to restore and, you know, regenerate. And even though I was told that it's a good chance I wouldn't get back the extension that I had, I mm-hmm. actually came back with more extension. With, um, with going through that process of having to relearn to expand and breathe and allow, did you also find that you grew... Um, in other ways, as far as like, um, you know, I'm thinking of like the heart chakra and, you know, did you find that there was any, well, it's very any interesting holding you say or that. fear, you know, it's any, because I, yeah. I found that was, that was a major, major piece for me. Mm-hmm. I found when I really, when I really, really looked at it from so many different places, I looked at it, it was just, it really cracked my heart open. Yeah. It really did. You know, I, I see that as a symbol of, uh, something that was a deep heart opening. Yeah. Because uh, I had to really be gentle and patient with myself. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and learn once again. And um, and it, uh, it it took me to so many levels of uh, allowing. And uh, and just you know just taking time, and being generous. And yeah. You know, really the exploration around that. What is that? You know? Yeah, I do. So, so with, very precious. With um, the depth of what we're talking about and the depth of, you know, as, you know, as Pilates teachers, it seems like, we, you know, we kind of, we have to go through this journey and sometimes that's through injury and sometimes it's through emotional trauma and things like that to come to a place to be able to then teach you know, from where we're teaching, and as we continue to evolve as teachers, then we, you know, continue to learn more about ourselves. So when you're teaching these students who are then taking this information, and then they take it out, and they start teaching, you know, people who have never woken up yet, you know, in their body spiritually or uh, emotionally, how do you teach your students to guide people through um, emotional releases especially. That that was kind of a specific question I had because in my studio, because of where I have come from, my studio is, is almost like um, a sanctuary, you know, and, and people walk in and they, they already, you know, kind of feel a little bit, you know, choked up a little bit, you know, and, and as we're starting to move, you know, there's a little bit of, um, you know, there's more opportunity for emotional releases in different ways. So how do you, how do you um, guide somebody through that? Well, I think, you know, I think the first thing is to, like you said, you've got to create a space, a space of listening, a space of respecting, 
Um, and I think it's really important to acknowledge what people bring, who they are and what they're bringing, because many people who come in with injuries or they come in with some kind of trauma, uh, many times people are, they, they put themselves down, they think something's wrong with them, mm-hmm. and, and many people feel guilty right. about being injured or something like that, or they think that, you know, they'll never be able to get back to doing something that they've really loved. And I've had, I've had amazing experience with, experiences with people just actually acknowledging the possibility that healing can happen mm-hmm. rather than, um, well, this is the prognosis you've been given, and I guess that's the truth. Right, right. So what um, what I think the first thing the first thing to acknowledge is that nobody knows. Do you know? I do know. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know what's possible. I have no idea what's possible, and it's amazing just to acknowledge that I I really when somebody says you know do you think you know I I was told that uh, you know my back is this way and. Therefore, you know, I, I can do a little bit of Pilates, and I said, I, you know, and I'll say, well, that's that's so. And I said, you know, I don't really know mm-hmm. what's possible here, but what I do know is that I have experienced miracles in my own body. Absolutely. And uh, you know what? I'm here with you, no matter what. And it's it's incredible how that kind of support yes heals. Absolutely. That kind of love and support. So I say the first thing with anyone who's been injured or who's had trauma is to get out of the fix-it mode. Mm-hmm. Get out of, you're going to fix this person's problem. Right. Because you're not. Nobody's going to fix that person's problem. The person themselves is the genius. When I they, um... Oh, go ahead. Yeah. They are... The, they are in charge of their own body, and what they don't realize is that they're, it's, 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 it's really, we are the facilitator. Mm-hmm. And so to be with us in a way that they feel respected, they feel honored, they feel listened to, and they're willing to slow down and begin to notice what's going on, then suddenly the brilliance of the body-mind comes to light and that's what heals you know it's the spiritual is allowing that spiritual that spiritual awakening and uh and that the relationship of uh of of the the body mind awareness imagination wisdom like that and and just listening to what the body is asking for if you listen it will be generous (laughs) Um, so this is kind of a, a silly question, I think, at this point to ask, but I always like to ask all of my mm-hmm. teachers at the end is, what keeps you inspired as a teacher? <laughs> Everything! <laughs> Life. Yeah. Life keeps me inspired, you know, waking up every morning, waking up and just the, uh, just, you know, being, getting to be with the person, the people that I work with, uh, meeting new clients, um, you know, discovering new challenges, 
um, you know, reading, reading the incredible, inspiring work that people are writing, you know? I do know. Um, Working with the teachers that I work with and, and like, the teachers at PMA, you know? I mean, I go to PMA, and I'm just like, ah, it's just so wonderful to see what people are teaching, you know, just to see the, um, how how beautifully people are thinking about the possibilities around what we're doing. You know? I do know. That's inspiring. So PMA is um, PMA is the Pilates Method Alliance. Right. And they have um, they have a um, conference uh, every year and, and in that conference there's usually a, a chance to um, meet the elders, is that correct? Correct. Yeah. And that is so, that's such a, you know, uh, sometimes people think, oh, well, you know, I've, I've uh, you know, I've been to PMA, I've seen them one time and all that. Take advantage of being with people who have, whether or not you agree with every single thing that they do and that, I, you know, it is so amazing to, to just, I, I particularly, I mean, I've been with Kathy Grant a numbers of times, and she's so just so brilliant and so inspiring, and uh, and and you know, being with Mary Bowen, Mary Bowen has become like uh, I mean, Mary just comes here every year to the studio, and quite frankly, last year co-teaching with Mary was like it was like a dream come true. I couldn't believe I was so inspired. I was so excited. It was so amazing. And I was so deeply touched by who she is and the depth of who she is when you're with her. And how I, 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 I told Michael after the weekend, I said, Michael, I've had a great life. I've had an amazing life, a very, very full life. And, you know, quite frankly, I could die happy today. <laughs> he said, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty powerful. <laughs> so before we go, Wendy, if you could give your website address to our listeners, so if they would like to explore more about what you're talking about and also what you Wonderful. have to offer there, that would be great. Wonderful. It's www.pilatescenterofaustin.com. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Wendy. Thank you. I look forward to meeting with you. Thanks, Heidi, so much. Wendy's become a dear friend of mine with the Plotties Podcast. If you'd like some more information about Wendy, you can go to thepilatespodcast.com. On the archive page in the show notes, we'll have a link to her website. If you'd like some more information about me or would like to ask me some questions, you can email me at Heidi, H-E-I-D-I, at thepilatespodcast.com. And as always, you can always ask some questions on the forum. Thank you for listening, and we'll look forward to talking to you next time. I'm your host, Heidi Miller. Heidi Miller.